been skiing and you you're getting close to the edge and you just I don't really ski tech. Do, all right, well say you're <laughs> say you're driving <laughs> down a slope of covered in snow. Okay. Right? <laughs> and they want this win and they won't get it. The Patriots are gonna win. Wait, so did you pick the Patriots at the end of all that? I sure did. <laughs> Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, and happy Friday. Looking to get it going. Do you have any uh, good weekend plans, people out there? Yeah? Sounds great. You know what you should be doing on Saturday night? You should be watching UFC 245. And I'm going to tell you why. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to listen to this podcast. I'm going to break down all of the UFC 245 main card fights. You're going to bet on what I say and you're going to win money. Doesn't that sound friggin' awesome? Doesn't it sound effing awesome? Let's just do it. <laughs> I'm going to break down these fights. And uh, hopefully I don't lose all of your money. If I do, then it wasn't me and I didn't say it. So, <laughs> I love this card for a lot of reasons. You've got some seriously good young up-and-comers. You've got some serious veterans. You've got champions. You've got dickheads. You've got it all <laughs> in this fight card. Um, and actually, ironically, from front to back, I actually think this this uh, card is going to be more exciting from the beginning of it than it is to the end of it. If uh, It'll make sense to you in a minute. So the first fight on this card is going to be Peter Yan versus Uriah Faber. Peter Yan is 13 and 1. Uriah Faber is 40 years old, so he's 35 and 10. <laughs> and it starts the main card. Peter Yan, he's obviously on fire. But my only problem with him is he doesn't seem to have big fight experience yet. He's mostly like a Muay Thai style. He loves to pressure. That's all he does. He moves forward and he pressures you. That's that's his striking game. That's what he does. He breaks opponents with his constant offense. He's got sick transitions. He's got good defense. But Uriah Faber, I mean, butt chin himself. I mean, I feel like I've been watching this guy since I was 21 year old drinking at house parties. Oh, fuck, I have. <laughs> I have been watching this guy my whole life. And Faber, obviously, he's done it all. He's seen it all. 40 years young. He looks sharp from what I've seen in recent fights. And watching his training, he looks good. And predicting this, that's the hard part. I mean, Uriah Faber is a collegiate wrestler, fantastic grappler. The thing about Faber is he's got, like, sneaky setups. He doesn't do the same thing. Like, obviously, he goes in for takedowns, but he's got good, sneaky setups. And what he wants to do is he wants to hit you with that power. And, I mean, he's got a right hand that will destroy anybody. So I love this fight to start. I see a fast-paced, fun fight here. I think that Faber's back is against the wall. He is older, obviously, and he's on his way out. And it's one of those things where Peter Yan is 13-1. He's young. He has the rest 
of his UFC career in front of him or Bellator or whatever happens to him. So he doesn't need to win this fight. Uriah does. That's why I'm going Uriah. I feel like Faber is going to shock a lot of people beating the guy that's 13 and 1. But I'm seeing Faber with a third round TKO. I'm thinking he gets some serious takedowns. I think he's going to stand with Yan in the beginning, going to get some takedowns in the second round, start to impose his will. I just think he has a better gas tank. I think that he has, I think he's got more skill. I think that. In the future, Peter Yan is going to be someone you don't want to fuck with. But right now, no big fight experience. I'm going with Butchin. I'm going with Uriah Faber. That's your first spoiler, not prediction. That's your first spoiler of the night. Then we got Marlon Morales versus Jose Aldo. Morales is 22-6-1. Jose Aldo is 20-5. Aldo is a legend. He, There's no question about that. He... Has never been the same since he got knocked out by McGregor. That's a fact. Here's the thing. Aldo at 45, terrifying. Aldo anywhere else, he's he's human to say the least. So I want to say that Aldo probably has the edge in boxing. He's probably a little more cleaner, a little more technical. He's going to try to use his kicks probably to set up the distance, keep the fight in range. But listen, people, listen. I hear a lot of y'all jumping on the Aldo comeback bandwagon. I get it. He's 28-5. I understand. He looks good in his last couple fights. Jump off the bandwagon while you can. (laughs) Jump. Get your ass off that wagon. I'm telling you right now, get off of it. And jump on the Morales. You want more? Get some Morales. I'm telling you. He came up short his title bid against Henry Cejudo. But I don't know if you have been living under a rock. But Henry Cejudo has been smashing everybody. And he is the double champ. So, I got I got to tell you, even though he lost to Henry Cejudo, it seems like fans have forgotten how terrifying Morales was getting up to that belt. He destroyed everybody. All the number one contenders got worked. Morales, you want to know what's going to happen in this fight. It's very simple. Morales does what Jose Aldo does. The only problem is... Morales does it with a much higher clip. He is a lot more powerful. I see Morales landing about two kicks. I see Aldo starting to limp, and then he's going to Muay Thai his life to pieces. I don't know how he does it. (laughs) Maybe he gets the clinch. Maybe he just knees him in the face. I don't know what he's going to do, but I'll tell you right now, he's going to win straight out. He's going to KO Aldo in the second round. Boom. I'm telling you, Morales, you guys are sleeping on him. He's an absolute monster. Um, That leads you now to the Amanda Nunez fight against Jesus Christ, Merlin. I'm so professional. My cat jumps on my freaking head. Um, Durandame is, she's filthy. She's nine and three. Nunez is 18 and four. Now, in 2013, these two fight. This is... This one, it's rough. Randame was 4-2 and two at the time. She wasn't ready for the smoke. <laughs> she wasn't ready for what Nunez was bringing. And honestly, none of us knew what Nunez was six years ago. So, six years later, both these women have t- held titles. They've smashed people. 
Randomay wants to use her kickboxing and keep her distance. Nunez wants to get the clinch, get in close, and finish the fight. This one is the simplest of all the fights to me. I, I at first wanted to think that there was a chance that Nunez might not win this fight because Randomay is just bigger. I thought she might be able to utilize her her striking and kickboxing to to not let Nunez get in close. I tried to get myself to think that Nunez might not win, but after watching Nunez knock out Cyborg, which I called, by the way, not that it's on record, so it doesn't count, but Nunez is just... This is, this is another second-round knockout, or uh, TKO, whatever you want to call it. I mean, Nunez hits a big shot, and she finishes the fight. I think, and I only think that because I think that Randomay is going to, in the first round, kind of want to keep her distance. And I think Nunez is just going to get pissed off in the second round and just smash her. So, three great fights. And uh, three finishes. So, I'm probably wrong about one of those. (laughs) But, hey, what are you going to do? Wow, this is a good fight. Title fight here. Well, actually, the last one was a title fight, so I'm a dick for not even saying that. Nunez is the champ. She's going to retain. This one. Max Holloway, 24-1, versus Alexander Volonovsky, 21. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous, okay? This, let me start off by saying this is going to be way better and way more fun of a fight than the main event. <laughs> I'll just start off by saying that. You might want to just turn the event off after this because you won't want to have to see anything else. I gotta say, Volonovsky is a fucking monster. He has great wrestling. He has amazing one-shot power. And he has really good ground and pound. But Holloway is the champ for a reason. And the thing is, with Holloway, is his gas tank is bottomless. He doesn't get tired. His takedown defense is second to none in the division. His technical boxing, I think, is just a little bit better. Malinowski, actually, a lot a bit better. Let me change that. It's a lot better. Combine that with his durability. I See, this one's rough. I go back and forth on this one because, dude, Malinowski can, can, like I said, he has one-shot power. He can knock out anybody, which is... But, but Max Holloway has shown you so many times that he can take serious punishment. He can take big shots. So that's what's making me lean towards Max Holloway because I don't know how far into this fight Bolanowski can go, but I know how far Max Holloway can go. He can go five rounds. He can go 10 rounds if he wanted to. So that I have to take the champ. I have to take Holloway. I just feel like he's going to be able to take the powerful overhand right. Because you know Volonowski's going to hit that shit. But I feel like he can take it. I feel like he's got more crisp striking. He's going to land his jab. As it gets into the later rounds, Matt, Like I think in the beginning of the fight, people are going to be like, holy shit, Volonowski's going to beat him. And then Holloway, the third, fourth, fifth round, is going to start turning it on. And then the other one's going to get tired. And I just think the, the key to this fight is Holloway's endurance... And his durability. I just don't see Max losing. I think Holloway 
he's going to either roll to a decision win, which is going to be an exciting decision fight, or he's going to knock him out or like TKO him in the fourth or the fifth. I'm going to lean more towards the decision, though. Which then leads me to the main event, which is Kobe Covington versus Kamaru Usman. This is a very interesting fight because both fighters' tools to victory are basically the same. These guys are splitting images of each other. I mean, take the guy down, ground a pound, get your hand raised. Jail something special. (laughs) Usman, for sure, has more power in his striking, but I believe Covington is sharper all around on the feet. And he's got a stiff jab. He's going to use his combinations as well as to get the fight to the ground. Now, let me say this. I find it hilarious how many people don't get what Kobe Covington is doing. He supports Trump. He talks about slapping other guys' wives on the ass. He uses borderline subjects, constantly rides the line. He wants you to hate him. Do you not get that? He wants the smoke. For God's sakes, he created the damn smoke. So... His training partner was Chael Sonnen, man. He, he, this is what he's wanted. He wasn't getting opportunities, so he started talking a, a crazy amount of shit. And he knows what he's doing, and all of your booing is exactly what he wants. He's just a heel. He's a wrestler that fights UFC. So, now, here's the thing. Don't let the fake persona fool you on him. He can fight. People want to act like he can't. He absolutely can now, his last four fights, he beats Damian Maya, Dong Young, the stun gun cam. He got Rafael Dos Anjos, who's a killer, and Robbie Lawler. You know ruthless Robbie Lawler. So, I mean, granted, all of the wins were by decision, which, by the way, I feel like he only did to piss you off. <laughs> I feel like he wants only to win decisions just to piss you guys off. But anyway, decision or not, it's a no-joke resume. Now, Usman did the exact same thing. He beat Maya, he beat Dos Anjos. He beat Meek, but his crowning achievement was beating Tyron Woodley for the welterweight championship of the world, which Tyron Woodley destroyed everybody. And he was the champ for a very long time. I don't know how long it was, but a very long time. So many people feel like that makes him better than Kobe. But I feel that Kobe could have beat Woodley too. He just didn't get the chance. They didn't want to give him the chance because... Kobe Covington wasn't just going to take all these other fights that Dana wanted. Dana likes to play a game where he doesn't give the person that's deserving of the title shot. He gives it to the people who the people want to see. And he felt like Covington wouldn't be a good main event, so he didn't give it to him, which is bullshit. But at the end of the day, it's business. Um, This matchup looks like it was born to be a decision. (laughs) And... I see this going down in one of two ways. Okay. Usman is either going to win third round TKO. Or Covington is going to win decision. And I'm not just going to leave you there. So don't get, don't worry. Okay. I'm just saying I'm leaning more towards Covington. Okay. I feel like Kobe is in Usman's head. I mean, Usman is, is guaranteeing KO wins. Saying, oh, the people want me to smash this guy. They want me to destroy this guy. So he's going to come out crazy. And that's not how you want to fight Covington. You don't want to fight him crazy. I feel like he's going to go into the fight thinking that he's a lot stronger 
I think Usman is going to be surprised by Covington's wrestling. And that means, for all you, everyone at home listening, hashtag and new UFC welterweight champion of the world, Colby Chaos Covington. I should have done that for my life. I should have been a person that does those things. (laughs) But Bruce Buffer is going to scream that from the top of his lungs. I'm going to lean back into my reclining chair, laughing super hard, probably facing Chinese food, as I'm right about all of my picks and as people get pissed off about it. (laughs) So so that's that. Um, Yeah, UFC 245. So if you're listening to me, you're going to take Uriah Faber over Peter Yan. Third round TKO. You don't have to put that as a specific thing. Just We'll just go. So for now, we'll just go who's going to win. Got Marlon Morales defeating Jose Aldo. You've got Amanda Nunez retaining her title against Rondeme. You got Max Holloway beating Alexander Volonowski. Which that that fight scares me the most. And you've got Kobe Covington becoming the new champ and beating Kamaru Usman, which would set up for a legitimate like Tyron Woodley comeback to fight Covington. There's a lot of fights you can make off of that. But man, if Kobe wins, the world is gonna burn. People are gonna be disgusted. And I I like that. I want that to happen. So I'm going Covington. Um yeah, so feel free to send me a message if you go on Anchor, if you go onto my page, anchor.fm slash Patrick-Kearns. I don't know why I'm telling you that because you're listening to me right now. But <laughs> you go onto that, you can send a voice message to me. You can tell me I'm a, I'm a stupid idiot. You can tell me that I'm 100% right, which I would advise. Or you can... Uh, once again, let me know what you guys want to hear. I definitely am going to be doing more MMA. I have to do football because I love football. The Celtics and the Bruins have been pissing me off. They dropped two in a row both together. So we can talk that. Um, just let me know what you guys want to talk about. Send me some messages. Let's get it going. Let's keep the momentum flowing. Thank you to everybody that's been listening. I have been getting a lot more listeners. A lot of feedback. If you haven't already, go to Instagram. Hit up at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Got a lot of good stuff on there, good material. Thank you for listening. Everything's great. Love y'all. Also, side note, Ian, I'm going to kick your dick in in fantasy. Big time. (laughs) Big time, man. Ingram just running in touchdowns in your dreams. So... (laughs) Parks of having your own podcast. You can shit talk your friend, even though no one else knows what's going on. So yeah, fuck you, Ian. You're the best. Love you, bud. Love all the listeners. Thank you so much for listening. Big mouth, small words, sports talk, breaking down UFC 245. Go win some money. Let's go. Click. <laughs>